is the Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. Pitt's got a new coach. good hire. It wins the day, but will he win a conference game? 412-922-2874. We'll wrap the show with that coming up in about 38 minutes. Going to hear from Dale Lawley at 620 on the NFL owners meetings. But now I've got my Pirates prediction. 72-90. and But they'll be within four games of the second wild card at the trade deadline. They will be just good enough to keep asses in the seats. I'll give you my reasoning coming up in a few minutes. Let's go to Adam and Wheeling next up on the show. Hello, Adam. Hey, how you doing? I gotta say, 72 and 90, that's about as good as a prediction as any. I mean, I would go with anywhere between 70 and 76 wins. I didn't think of uh, saying that until you gave your own prediction. I think you've looked at the season as you look at a lot of the young players that they got in the Cole and McCutcheon trade is do these players, just as my opinion, do they pass the eyeball test or not? Meaning, can they turn into a solid or more than solid big leaguer over time? Or, I mean, uh, usually to me, you watch a player, if they get maybe 400 at bats or 100 innings in, you have an idea if they're going to be at least decent or not. You know, some players, you know, come out of nowhere, but for, for most all, you can tell if a guy can't or, or he can if he gets enough playing time. Like, for example, last year, uh, you know, Bell had a little bit of playing time in 16 and 17. Obviously, he's definitely a major league first baseman. He's got a lot of upside. And, well, and let's do it this way, get... Adam. Let's do it this way. How about this? I'm just going to start listing names. You tell me if they're a good big leaguer or not. You ready? Okay. All right. Jameson Tyon. I think he can be. I think he's got upside. I think he, he does. Trevor Williams. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan. Per that's just my opinion. Chad Cool. Nope. Um, no. Joe Musgrave. Nope. Not enough information on him yet. I don't think. I but but not right now. No. Moran. Yeah. Uh. I have to say no right now. I just I haven't seen enough of them, to be honest with you. Thanks for the call, man. All right. I know so much more about Pirates baseball than I did prior to Adam calling. I know so much more about Pirates baseball than from when that guy, before that guy rang in. We should change this to the Adam. Sh- Wait a second. 412-922-2874. I gave you my record. We'll get Tom's and Brian's in a few minutes. First, though... I'm going to give my grandma a call. Huge Buccos fan. Surprised her for lunch on Sunday. I got to get her thoughts on the team. No way he's making can, this call. Can you just can you just call her? There's no way. I mean, I feel for it. Okay, oh, here wait. we go. Hello? Grandma. Yeah. It's Adam. Yeah, what you know? What do you know? I don't know anything. How was... I know I had a good time Sunday. It was delightful. When... Yes. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. And was it a complete surprise? What's up with you? 
Nothing. We just didn't get a chance to talk about the Buckos all that much. Oh, well, I'm still rooting for them, and I still love them. You think they're going to be okay? Yeah, they're going to be okay. How about your boy, Cervelli? Oh, I just love him. I just hope he he don't get hurt. He's always getting his knees hurt, and then he's laid up. And that better not happen this year like it did last year. He's good when he's healthy. Yes, he is. He is really good when he's healthy. You're not on the radio, are you? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think you'd call me unless you were. Whoa! Whoa! We surprised you on Sunday. I'm a good, I'm a good grandson. You are a perfect grandson. I love you to death. Next time I'll know, I'll, I'll get the drift. <laughs> no, it's good. It's better when you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay, uh, Adam. And no matter what I'm rooting for them, there are Pittsburgh Pirates, and I love them. What about McCutcheon being gone, though? That kind of stinks. Yes, I hate that. He wanted to retire in Pittsburgh, and I, I hope they let him come back yet. Next year, maybe even big, uh, this year yet, they might release him to come back to Pittsburgh because that's where he wants to retire. Oh, man, that'd be great. What that, ab- would, that would be great. What about Cole? Cole's gone, too. Yeah. Two of our best players are gone. But you know what? We're building up a new team, and they're going to be good. Are you, fed up with, are you fed up with the owner, Bob Nutting? Yeah. 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 So, but we'll survive. We will. We're, yes, we we will, and we're going to have a good team. They're all they'll all be young and new and everything. But I think that our pitchers are pretty good. These new ones. Trevor Williams, Chad Cool. Yep, they're all good. Glass now. But uh, we didn't win last night. <laughs> they did not. They have not played well in spring training. You know. No, they haven't. They'll be okay. But they will be okay. I'm rooting for them. So, uh, uh, little Anna couldn't get enough of uh, Emma, huh? No, she couldn't. Oh, my God, that girl. Oh, she's so sweet. Isn't she something else? She's smart. Hey, when when Kim told her, you can't use a knife until you're seven years old. Oh, <laughs> and she goes she goes I'm hiding my silverware under my plate. Yeah. <laughs> you know she's so smart and she knows how to be stubborn. She knew that we wanted her to see the pledge of allegiance and she's smart enough to know that you're begging her and begging her and she is a stinker when it comes to that. Connie said she can be really stubborn especially when she knows you want her to do something. She's sweet, though. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. She's a, yeah. She's real cute. She is very cute, yes. She listens pretty good. She was chopping her hot dog up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey, she's a good eater. Like Connie said, Mom, she told Kim, Mom, Mom don't eat. She's like a pee-pee. Kim, you see that Mom eats. And when Connie told me, she said, uh, 
Emma will show you how to eat. And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, she's a good eater. When she sees you're not eating that much, she'll let you know. Eat, Grandma. <laughs> she uh, she ordered her food herself. Her mom wasn't paying attention. Leanna was sitting there, and, and she ordered the food herself. She said, I want a hot dog and french fries. You're kidding. And she always eats salad, you know. When Kim said, you want salad? Uh, hot, hot dog and french fries. Why? Uh, I knew she'd eat some of the salad, you know. Sure. She, she loves she ranch loves, dressing. She loves ranch dressing. She puts it on everything. You know, she don't want ketchup. She wants ranch dressing. So Connie has to have a bottle of her ranch for her and Kim both when they come there because that's what they use. Hey, Grandma, I got to run. I love you, though. I love you. Thanks for calling, and uh, I had a wonderful time yesterday. All oh, right. It was delightful. Huh? Bye. I'll love talk you. Talk to you later. Bye bye. I love you. Love you too. Dickerson, I think, is going to replace much, if not all, of McCutcheon's production. So he'll plug that hole in the lineup. If the Pirates are going to be better than last year, they'll need Cole's replacement to not be better than the best Cole that we've seen. They need him to be better than the 12 and 12, 426 ERA, Garrett Cole. Can Musgrave give the Pirates that kind of production? He was better in the bullpen last year than the rotation, but he says that's not because he was in the bullpen. He says he made a correction to his delivery, and that's why there was no in velocity. Would you just not step on me, please? Uh, for the love of God. Hey, take what you can get. He got at least the At least right he got the genre. Yeah. At least he's not least singing he's Let's Go Pens over the there. Ballpark. I thought Tom never missed a butt. Here's what I think is good about this Pirates Club. The lineup, I think the rotation can be okay. Don't think they're going to be great. They have potential for disaster. I also think they've got potential to be pretty good. Yvonne Nova had a 4.14 ERA last year in 187 innings. Solid. Tyon, 4.44. I think he'll be better than that. I think you can count on Tyon if he's healthy, doesn't get cancer, to be better than that. Trevor Williams, 407 ERA in 150 innings in 2017. I like him. Chad Cool, 435, 157. And Joe Musgrave, I just went over what he's got. But the lineup's going to be solid. If they're healthy, you can never say they're going to be. And you can say that about any team in Major League Baseball. But if they're healthy, I think it can be pretty solid. Harrison, Polanco, Marte, Bell, Dickerson, Cervelli, Moran, Mercer, Pitcher. I think that's a good lineup. They're going to open with Adam Frazier as their leadoff hitter because they've got the designated hitter in the first series against Detroit. Polanco missed 40 games on the DL last year. Hopefully you cut that number at least in half. Marte missed half the season, and they still won 75 games. I think this can be a club that's okay. And that's kind of the problem. Because all things aren't equal, because there are going to be injuries, I'll say they're going to be 72 and 90. But if they stayed healthy all season long, I think this group could be an 82-win team. I do. I think they could be above 500 with this group. Not much above 500, but I think it could be right there. Tom, prediction time. Yeah, well, as you guys know, I've been a little high on the Pirates lately. been coming into work this past couple weeks saying that we're going to turn things around. We're going to be a lot better than people expected. But uh, I'll, I'll take this prediction as a time where I can be serious about what I think the team's going to do this year. Can you spit the damn and, uh, thing out? I'll, I'll go with 91 and 71. Wow. Typical Tom. Yeah, I'll lowball him a little 91 bit. And Homer Tom. Yeah. Wow. 
Jeez. And here's where Brian comes in the complete opposite side of things. Oh, you ain't kidding, man. I got him 67 wins. Duh! I got him sub-70. Here's the thing, man. How First dare all, you say they're going to lose now, five more games than I do? Look, here's the thing. Uh, like I know more than you, no way! This team's been through a lot in the offseason. A lot of them are having trouble buying in. You know, you add that to the possibility of any kind of injury. Yeah, I agree with you. Good lineup. But there's so much behind the scenes going on right now. I don't think people are buying into the whole thing, and I think that's going to equate to losses. I don't think they're getting past 70, honestly. 67 is where I'm calling it because I'm not a homer like Tom. Here's here's my least favorite segment on radio ever. Boy, did I just stutter there. That, that was It's happening again! Am I having a stroke? Not yet. Okay. I hate the how many games are they going to win segment. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. You don't know what's going to happen? You don't know if Cervelli's mom's gonna get kidnapped. You don't know how it's gonna Whoa. wind up. What? Whoa! What happened there? Don't wish. It. Don't throw that out there. It happened to Diaz. You don't know who's gonna get traded. You don't know who's gonna get hurt. You don't know if Clinton Hurdle's gonna need another hip replacement. You don't know if he's gonna choke on his gum. You don't know if Bob Nutting's gonna sell the team, move to Aruba. You just don't know anything. So for us to even have a conversation about how many wins they're gonna have, it's stupid. That's why I say perfect world, eighty-one and eighty-one. They've got that kind of talent. Not a perfect world. They're going to lose more games than that. If Nutting moves to Aruba, I think I'll, I'll raise my I'll raise my uh, wins up. The here. Aruba Snakes. Yeah, I'll go 78. 78 wins. Eat bleep pit tweets. I listen to Adam Crowley's grandma all damn day. Best segment ever. Raymond tweets more Adam Crowley's grandma. Favorite segment of the show today. What a drive home. Yeah. Brayden says your grandma's the best. I love how she has a huge crush on Cervelli. Cervelli, she's a saint. Way better than Sister Jean. Yes. Yes. Way better than Sister Way Jean. to point that out, Brady. I should have called her before West Virginia played. Her love, her praying, could have made up 13 points on Nova. You might, oh man, you might be playing still if you had invoked your grandmother. Son of a bitch. Whoa, don't call her daughter that. Whose daughter? What? Oh, no. <laughs> what a terrible joke. That wasn't that bad, was it? Dale Lawley talking about the NFL owners' meetings. Next, Crowley Show. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Insane in the brain. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. So what? What happened? Speaking of white, Dale Lawley is at the NFL owners' meetings. He talked to the very black Mike Tomlin today at breakfast. Tomlin says he's open to dramatic changes on the defense. Uh, Dale, what could that possibly mean? Uh, new players. Oh. <laughs> um... You know, I, I don't think they're going to do anything dramatic. And, and when they talk about uh, – people like to talk about, oh, they should move, move to a 3-4 or move from the 3-4 to a 4-3 and those kind of things. They already pretty much have. And he said the same thing today. He's like, look, we only play our base defense 26 27% of the time. Uh, so we need hybrid-type players, guys who can do different things. And, and he specifically mentioned Morgan Burnett as being a, uh, a possibility of being – the, uh, the, the nickel and dime linebacker. So that would open up some some safety spots uh, or a safety spot, um, you know, when Burnett would slide up into the box. 
Uh, and I don't know if they have that guy in the roster right now. Maybe it's J.J. Wilcox. Maybe it's Cam Sutton. Maybe it's somebody that they draft. How much did Tomlin speak to you guys the last couple of days about the staff changes, and how does he feel about the new staff, and what's that mean for him? How much does his job change trying to get acquainted with some new people? Uh, we've talked about that quite a bit, actually. And, and uh, you know, he, he specifically mentioned uh, Tom Bradley when he was talking about uh, you know, guys from the college level who've been teachers, and, and Carl Dunbar would, would fall into that, that as well, um, because you do have to do more teaching at the college level. Um, you're getting guys straight out of high school who really haven't probably had a lot of, of upper-level uh, football teaching going, going on at the high school level. Maybe they just got by on their athleticism or what, whatever that may be. Um, so now you're, you're kind of teaching them how to read defenses, how to read offenses, how to read formations, those kind of things. And, and you know, I think there's some value uh, to bringing in some guys like that. And, and Tomlin uh, specifically pointed out the secondary. He's like, look, we get a lot of young guys in our secondary that, you know, we need to do a better job of teaching. And so, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a big part of the process with these new coaches. Are you in an amusement park, Dale? I'm a SeaWorld, yes. Yeah! How about them ears, baby? That's what I'm talking about. Favorite fish, go. Uh, whatever's on my plate. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I knew that one was going to be there. I'm happy about that. What about the mammals? You, you like the mammals that are in the water? Uh, yeah, we were over looking at the beluga whale today. Nice little animal. The, the seals were very friendly. Uh, they'd swim up to the glass and, and uh, you know, kind of follow your, your hand around. They thought you had a fish in the hand. They're not real smart. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind the mammals. Do you happen to see the lead male from A Shape of Water? I did not. And you know what? I haven't seen that movie. So there's one that you've probably seen, and I haven't. Of course, you you would go see a girly movie like that. It was about romance, Dale, but it was also <laughs> about awesome fish monsters, okay? Dale Lolly. There's fish sex. DKPittsburghSports.com okay. joining me here on the Crowley Show. Is your family there with you? They are, yes. Oh, that's okay. That's great. I didn't know that. I wouldn't have had you call me then. That's uh, it's my oh, bad. That's all right. I'm, we're just getting ready to leave. i got to go over to uh, go to a dinner tonight, so uh, I'm getting ready to take them. I did this stuff this morning. Got up, at uh, by the way, at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Typically, when I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm going out to kill something. So <laughs> it was not, uh, you know. Seems like it was a, a day ago that I got up. I'm just not used to getting up that early. Dale Lolly, murderer, uh, joins me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Dale, Todd Haley is gone because the Steelers' offense needs to, quote, move forward, this according to Mike Tomlin. I like the way he put that. Uh, it wasn't as if the Steelers' offense was broken, but you want to move on before it gets broken. It's kind of like kicking a player to the curb before that player hits his expiration point. Well, and, and let's be honest. I mean, I think Ben Roethlisberger had a lot to do with that as well, like kind of going to the maybe – I don't know that he actually went in and gave an ultimatum to him or me, but I think the writing was on the wall there. Uh, there was no coincidence that as soon as the season ended and, and Roethlisberger had his meetings with, with uh, Tomlin, that he's coming out and telling uh, teammates that he wants to come play three more years. Uh, if, if Todd Haley were going to, to sign another three-year contract, then they signed their coordinators for three-year deals. So if Todd Haley were to, were to have signed a new three-year contract, I don't know that Ben Roethlisberger guarantees that he's coming back for three more years. So I think there's a little bit of that in play there as well. Dale, how much blame should Joey Porter take for the lack of development of a guy like Bud Dupree? 
I think there's certainly some blame there to be had. I mean, you know, I, I think, um, you know, Bud Dupree is going to need and, and still does need a lot of work uh, in his diagnosis of plays. And maybe he just can't – maybe that's just something that's beyond him. I don't know. I mean, the athleticism is there. Uh, you know, he's, he's fast, a straight line fast. Uh, he's strong. Uh, but it's just the, the, the development of the, of the football savviness has not come along, and that's the thing that you kind of look at and say, okay, maybe you can coach some of that into them, and they haven't done that yet. How close are you to the Ferris wheel right now? There's no Ferris wheel here. I'm sitting right underneath. If, if you've been to SeaWorld, I'm, I'm right near the Manta, which is near the, the front of the park. It's actually a, a suspended coaster. You, it, you actually wave facing the ground, and it takes you up and down the hills. Oh. Uh, Tom, 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 Tom. Gee, for the love Sorry, of God. Sorry, I, I clicked the wrong mouse. Would you stop <laughs> playing video games in there? I got confused there. Sorry. Were you playing Fortnite? Yeah, I, I used the next-gen mouse. <laughs> Would you shut up, Brian? Uh, Dale, they're playing video games here. Both of both of my cohorts are playing video games, and it's distracting them from the show. So what you're saying is that they're playing with their joysticks. Yes! It's a keyboard, Dale. It's a keyboard. Okay. All right. just had to clarify that. Dale, how much do the Steelers look towards the future in the draft? I think you have to always have an eye toward the future to some degree. And I think, you know, when you look at the – that's another reason why they almost have to draft an inside linebacker. Um, you know, they only signed uh, John Bostic to a two-year deal. Vince Williams' deal is up after next year or after this, this next season. So, you know, you, you kind of have to go get a guy at the inside position. I don't think you have a choice there. But and both Bostick and, and Williams are, are you know, in their late twenties. So you're not going to probably re up those guys uh, to a long term view off of this. So yeah, you, you have to always draft with an eye to the future, but you also need to improve your depth and, and that's something that they certainly need to do at the inside linebacker position, at the safety position. What are you eating right now at SeaWorld? I'm not eating anything. I'm not saying I mean, you sound like you're eating something. I'm just saying, I mean, what kind of food they got at SeaWorld? Probably not any fish. I haven't eaten at Sea. I haven't eaten at Sea World. I, I've, okay. I've eaten over at the uh, the NFL meetings, and uh, I've spent. I've actually been over there more than I've been here. I mean, I've you know I've spent a good portion of time over at the uh, over at the Crown. Uh, I can't even think of the name of the place right now. Crown Round. The GW. It's a it's oh. the uh, Rich, the Rich Carlton, which is actually very nice. It's like six hundred fifty dollars a night. Are you paying? I can't for even it? believe. I can't believe they allow me in there. Well, I'm no, I'm not staying there, of course. Oh. But that's where all the owners are at. I bet you Jerry Dulac staying there. Is Jerry Dulac Jerry, staying there? Jerry is not staying there. Oh. He's actually staying near me. At the uh, he's at the Intercontinental. So oh. if you want to find Jerry, that's where Jerry's at. I actually uh, rented a condo for the week. So oh, very good. I was going to say Jerry's probably off at the Ritz right now, eating a chicken marsala somewhere. Uh, Jerry's probably golfing right now. Come on, that's true. There is a golf course right at the Ritz. I mean, it's it's on a course. So. He's probably there with Bruce Arians now that I think about it. <laughs> well, B.A.'s not here. Oh. He's retired. Well, that's what, they, that's what they said before, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dale, uh, how does Tomlin, part of the competition committee, feel about the new catch rule verbiage? I think he was, he's, he's happy with it. And, of course, it got ratified by all 32 teams today. Um, they were very, he said they were very cognizant of how they worded everything in terms of not just wording it, so that the obvious catches could be, I mean, everybody said, as he said, everybody knows what a catch is when they see it, but we also had to draw some things or put some things in there 
so that when the not so obvious or the unforeseen happens, that there's wording in there that kind of uh, tells the officials how they should rule on this. And he also said, and he's right about this, that most of the time on the field, the guys got it right. It, 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 when it went to replay was when you saw a lot of the issues come up. Right. With that. I mean, you think about the Jesse James catch. You think about the catch in the playoffs for the Bills. Um, you know, they were, those were both ruled touchdowns initially and then overturned. Um, now, in the, in the case of the Jesse James play, uh, per the old rules, I think they got it right. In terms of the Kelvin Benjamin play in Buffalo, I don't know that they did. Uh, so, there, you know, there's, there was some there was too much wiggle room there. It was just such a, a poorly – they they wrote the rule, and then they continued to tweak it after that, and it just turned into this monster, kind of like our tax bill, or our you know our tax code. You just keep adding things to it and adding things to it, and the next thing you know, you've got you've got a three thousand word book on the on the tax code. That's kind of what happened with the catch rule. So basically, they stripped it down and started over, and this is what they came up with. The only thing that I don't love, and I don't know how you take it out, is the football move. But you need to have some verbiage in there that's going to describe what happens after your feet make contact with the ground and then you start moving. Uh, so I guess yeah. it's not perfect, but I suppose it's the lesser of the two evils then. It's certainly better than what they had. Yeah. And, and they did try to define what a football move is a little bit, uh, you know, reaching for the goal line or taking that next step, um, those kind of things. So I, I think there is some clarification there. Obviously, there's still some room for interpretation, and I would hope that they would interpret on the side of the catch more often than not. Um, you know, Tomlin also noted that scoring was down two points a game last year. Well, that's the exact opposite of what the NFL wants to happen. They want they want points on the board. So, you know, if you want points on the board, uh, you know, if it's ruled a catch on the field, keep it a damn catch, unless unless you unless you absolutely see something that, that just you know anybody could overturn. Let it be a catch. Is it Disney World or Disneyland? Uh, down here, I think it's Disney World. Disneyland's in, in uh, California. Okay, right? so you are you can go to Epcot, yes? I could, yes. you got to drink around the world, man. I've already done that. It's fun! <laughs> I did that with Dan Quinlan, who is our esteemed colleague here at iHeartMedia, and we got hammered! It was a great time. I went to a pub, I was drinking some Peronis, I guess that just describes any weekend. Hey, thanks for the time, man. Have fun with your family. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Dale Lolly, DLPittsburghSports.com. That's right. I'll call it what I want. 412 is the number. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, it's the hottest take of the day. The NFL's screwing up a bunch of stuff. We got other crap. Oh, my God, there's too much to get to. It's the Crowley Show. We'll get to the hottest take of the day and some other crap in a few moments here on the Jamel Show. Before we do get to the hottest take, though, the NFL Don gone effed up, but I actually get it. The catch rule, it's better. Is it perfect? No, but at least they tried to fix it. Where the NFL is now taking a lot of heat is on the targeting rule. 
that they're going to try to emulate that is going to be similar to college football. So they're going to judge intent. Players are going to be able to be ejected. Yikes. And that's going to add a lot of subjectivity to the game, much like the old catch rule where you're going to be looking at things for 10 minutes. You're going to have no idea whether something was intentional or not. It's going to be an absolute unmitigated F up. It's going to be a disaster. It's not going to be good for TV, but it will be good for player safety. And I'm always in favor of making the game worse for player safety. If you're going to make the game worse by cluttering up the rule book, if you're going to make the game worse by shoving replay down our throats, then at least do it in order to protect the players. I'm not saying I want the game to get worse, but if it's going to get worse, that's at least a noble reason why. I'm actually not that mad about it. The targeting rule in college affects games, but we don't see it all that often. I don't think we're going to see it very much in the National Football League. They're doing the right thing here. Making it reviewable. Tossing players for trying to hurt other players. Vontez Perfect will never finish a game again. It's time! For the hottest take of the day. Woo! Other crap. Backwards, Tom. It's time for the hottest take of the day. <laughs> day, day, day. <laughs> Brian, you were shaking your head before Tom even hit the wrong thing. Did you just I, know I, it was going to yeah, happen? I, intuitively, you had the faith? I knew it was. I had faith. I came in third, Brian. Did you? I came in third place. Nice. Yeah, dude. I had him too. I just. I, Building, man. It's it's building every time. That's what gets me. Every single time. It does, man. And see, since I've only been playing for a day now, and I'm completely addicted, by the way, but building's the toughest part. Toughest once part you of the get game. that, I mean, like last night, Tom, I, I it was me and another guy. The highest I've finished yet is so far is second. Oh, you came in second last yeah, night? I did. So, wow. So I'm like I, I get the feel of it. I know you gotta build to survive at that point, so I build this big thing. And and I'm at the top of it, and I can't shoot the guy from up there. So I had to, like, hack my way down through the floors, and I figured, you know what? I'm just going to square up on this guy. I like that. I respect that move. And we just went at it and started shooting back and forth. He got me. I so bad, so bad at 4.30 in the morning, I wanted to text you guys a picture that, that says... Winner Royale or Victor Royale. Victory Royale. Victory Royale. Yeah. I wanted to show you guys that I needed to walk in today with that. And I'm so pissed that I didn't. But tonight, I'm coming back. You're going to get one tonight? As soon as I, I get home tonight, I, I'm probably up again all night. I'm going to be up there with you, man. Yeah, we should squad up. See, this is why I need Definitely. a PS4. I'm on the PC right now, but I need a PS4. Yeah, I've been playing on the PC during the show the whole time, and it's it's a little hard. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, little, it's a little tough. It's but tough to get the hang of it. Yeah, once we squad up, dude, I think we're unstoppable. Why aren't you doing your hottest take? Today, I think, was a hard pill to swallow for Pitt fans who thought that Pitt said no to Sean Miller. I think for a fact, now we know that Sean Miller is the one who said no to Pitt. If Pitt were going to hire this guy, Jeff Capel, with his past... Why not hire Sean Miller? Sean Miller said no to them. Jeff Capel's a guy who, while he has not been investigated by the FBI, had a couple of coaches get investigated for impermissible benefits. Uh, That's one of the reasons he got canned from Oklahoma. 
So to hire one guy who's got a checkered past and say that you passed up on another guy who's got a checkered past because of said checkered past, well, 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 <laughs> somebody's lying here. And it's Heather Lake and it's the University of Pittsburgh. And that's okay. They're trying to disseminate the information that they want to disseminate to make themselves look the absolute best. That's fine. That's PR 101. But when you get caught in the lie, you get caught in the lie. And I think Pitt got caught in the lie. It's not Sean Miller saying, nah, I don't want to come to Pitt. Or it is Sean Miller saying, nah, I don't want to come to Pitt. It's not Pitt saying, no, we don't want you, man, because you're tainted. You're gross. You're disgusting. You're being investigated by the FBI. That's not what happened. The other way around. All I wrote down here for the hottest take of the day was steal Benzie's take. Nailed it. That was the hottest take of the day. Day, day, day. Penguins and Red Wings tonight. They need these two points. Standings are tight, Tom. Standings are tight. Penguins are terrible on the road. I'd like to see them play a couple of series at home, more games at home than on the road, especially in the early going. And I'm afraid that if you stink up the joint tonight against a team that's got nothing to play for, it's not going to turn out well for you in the end. While I'm a big believer that the Penguins can turn it on, flip the switch whenever they want to, I'm also weary of the fact that they could lose a game to a bad team. And if they do, I don't think that speaks all that well of them. We shall see. They might be okay. What the hell sports are going on over there? Would you hit the other crap for the love of freaking God? Other crap. John Gruden is surprised that Colin Kaepernick is still unsigned. Tom, I'm going to need the breaking news sounder. We interrupt our regularly scheduled program nice. for this breaking news update on ESPN Pittsburgh. The Oakland Raiders are going to sign Colin Kaepernick. I'm reporting it exclusively here on 970 ESPN Pittsburgh. The Adam Crowley Show needs to appear on all the scrolls across ESPN and nationwide and worldwide. Colin Kaepernick, it's officially official, going to be a Los Angeles Raider. Are they Vegas? Well, they're still Oakland right now. Give the date so when we play this back, people will know. It is Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. What else can we do to prove what day it is that I've broken this news? Pull up our uh, Fortnite uh, play history. Yeah, they keep a log of that stuff that we can go back and reference. Would you guys shut the freak up about the Fortnite? Shut up about the sun! Caleb tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. The difference is Miller could end up being investigated now. Capel is well done with whatever he was involved in. I guess that's a good point, Craig. Great point. It's a good point. Here's what I'll throw back in Caleb's face. He's still seven games under five hundred as an NCAA head coach. Woo! Other crap. Manziel says he'll play in the Canadian Football League if the NFL is not interested in him. Tom, can you please play the breaking news sounder? We interrupt our regularly scheduled program for this breaking news update on ESPN Pittsburgh. Spoiler alert! No one's going to be interested. 
Also not shocking at all that Johnny Manziel would want to wind up in Canada with all that snow. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hit the sounder, Tom. Woo! Other crap. You see, good thing there that Brian saved you. We used to have this thing with Joe all the time. Joe would look at us and try to make jokes through the glass. No one can see you, Tom! Leangelo Ball is going to enter the NBA draft. Bet you he'll be a steal for someone. Woo! Other crap. Nick Foligno, the center for the Columbus Blue Jackets, is out two to four weeks with a lower body injury. Breaking news at Uptown. We interrupt our regularly scheduled program for this breaking really news update now, on ESPN yeah. Pittsburgh. That's very good by you, Tom. Fabulous. The breaking we news. We interrupt our regularly scheduled <laughs> program for this breaking news update on Sorry. ESPN Pittsburgh. The breaking news is this. The Penguins should want to play the Flyers in the first round of the playoffs. They're 38-38 on the season. The Penguins are 4-0 against them. They've scored five goals in each of the games. Their penalty kill's not good. Their power play's not all that great. The defense score's not good at stopping the puck from going in the back of the net. The Penguins should want to play Philadelphia. And if Columbus slides out of that three spot, that gives the Penguins the best possible matchup in the first round, and it means that either Columbus or Washington will get knocked out in the first round. It not only benefits the Penguins for round one, but it also benefits the Penguins for round two. Other crap. Woo! Other crap. Louisville has hired Chris Mack to a seven-year deal. We interrupt our regularly scheduled program for this breaking news update on ESPN Pittsburgh. No news on to who's going to replace him in hosting the Pirates pre- and post-game show. Hit the sounder, Tom. Woo! Other crap. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have made the playoffs the first expansion team to be able to do that. The first expansion team to be able to do that. <laughs> Woo! Other crap. It's been 395 days since Pitt basketball has won a conference game. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Tomorrow we got some basketball guy coming on at 420. Tom, who is it? Iman Brandon. At 420. Oh, stop it! We'll be talking about the Pitt coaching hire with him. It's not that good of a hire. Seven games under 500. Penguins. Wed ring. Oh, for the love of God. Hockey next. Brian, let's go play some Fortnite. Fortnite, F5 or 73. Play.